Ah, happy Monday. Welcome into Sports with Balls. I'm your host, Jeff Michael. Wow, what a weekend we had in sports. Man, I love it. I love it. Talked about it last week. It's one of the best times of the year, especially being in this business. Um, I did partake a little bit in the sacrament over the weekend. So, man, just a little fuzzy today. It's all right, man. Not as fuzzy as maybe the Dallas Cowboys were last night. Wow. They are who we thought they were. The San Francisco 49ers are. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys are not. Man. Uh, terrible showing for the Dallas Cowboys last night. We'll talk about that. Had some playoff baseball over the weekend. We'll, we'll get into that. The Astros. Diamondbacks. Dodgers. Atlanta. Philly. Some good baseballs. Baseball tonight as well. So we'll talk about the Major League Baseball playoffs. Also, University of Texas, you had your opportunity. You had it. Steve, Steve Carcesian and the University of Texas Longhorns. Talk about their loss. A couple other teams lost too. So we'll get into the college uh, football rankings. But man, the NFL being the top story. On this October the 9th, Monday, welcome into the show. By the way, today's show brought to you by Christian's Tailgate, one of five Houston. Oh, there are five Houston area locations here in Houston, Texas. Go to Christian'sTailgate.com. Incredible food, great place to watch the game, watch the fights, whatever. They've got uh, Buffalo Bills Mafia, I think, on Sundays. Well, I know on Sundays in their Heights location. Absolutely. Not Heights, downtown location. Insane. They take over the place, and they weren't too happy this past weekend. We'll get into that. They also have a Dallas one, <laughs> so that Dallas Cowboys location probably wasn't pumping last night either, but the place has the most incredible food uh, that there is. Man, drink specials obviously are amazing. Go to christianstailgate.com. All right, let's jump right into it. Got a lot to go over, so let's just get right into the, the, the mainstay. The Dallas Cowboys last night. I mean, what do you say? I heard I heard uh, Mike McCarthy's press conference afterwards. I listened to Dak Prescott talk. Dak Prescott was apparently going to use some motivation. Oh, thank you for the motivation. Isn't that what he said two days ago? Is that all we're going to talk about? Last year's loss. I need more motivation. Obviously, you needed a lot more. I'm not putting it all on Dak Prescott. The, the, the Cowboys' defense was horrendous. We have we praised Micah Parsons. Every Cowboy fan in the nation, and even people that weren't Cowboy fans, were calling for Micah Parsons to be MVP on the first two weeks of the season, maybe even three weeks of the season. Oh, this guy, game changer. He's absolutely unbelievable. Well, Trent Williams and the San Francisco 49ers had other ideas. And, you know, this is loss number two for the Cowboys. Cowboys are three and two. That's not, you know, from the first, after the first two games of the season, you would have thought this is, you know, Super Bowl bound. And I'm not saying that they can't get there, but I'm telling you right now, the San Francisco 49ers are way ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. And there's a, there's a, 
there's a theme here with the Cowboys. And it's on the offense. And who does the offense start with? That quarterback, Dak Prescott. 14 of 24, 153 yards, and three interceptions. That's not going to do it, folks. I'm not putting it all on Dak. But when... <laughs> When you're the leader of the Dallas Cowboys, you got to take a little bit more responsibility. You got to do better. That was that's a bad performance all around. Defense, offense, special teams, the Dallas Cowboys, they were terrible. Absolutely terrible. San Francisco like on the flip side of that San Francisco was so freaking good. It was unbelievable to compare the stats. 197 total yards for the Cowboys, 421 for the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy. I just, I don't need, there's not a whole lot more to say. I get it. Kyle Shanahan is an absolute genius. But you gotta, you gotta throw the ball. You gotta fit it into these tight windows. And they did a great job last night of showing Brock Purdy and how he fits the ball into these windows. This isn't quarter. This isn't Mac Jones. Mac Jones can't do these things. We saw it. I won't get into that in a minute. Brock Purdy is making incredible reads and incredible throws. This kid is a QB. All the haters about Brock Purdy, uh, it's just Kyle Shanahan's offense. No, this kid can play. This kid can flat out ball. And uh, look, the Trey Lance money. All the look, that's all that's all dead weight now because of how much they're they're paying Brock Purdy. They're, they're not paying him much at all. So it kind of evened out. By the way, showing Trey Lance last night during the Cowboys game was fantastic. <laughs> and it's like you you wonder how long I said Russell Wilson to be pulled by week eight. And by the way, can't wait to get in the Broncos here in a minute. But like I look, Dak Prescott. I'm, he won't be pulled. There's just no way. But Brock Purdy, 5-0 and oh now on the season. 1,200. Is it 1,200? Hold on. Let me check on that. 1,271 yards. Eight touchdowns, zero interceptions, 72 completion percentage, and a 123 passer rating. I mean, what else do you want? Christian McCaffrey is your running back. George Kittle had an absolute monster game. He looked incredible. They have they got so many playmakers. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brock Purdy, leading the best offense in, in all of football and probably the best team in all of football. On Wednesday, I'll do my top five, bottom five. But I'll tell you right now, San Francisco will be the number one team. <laughs> they look good. I said at the beginning of the season, it's probably going to be San Francisco and Philadelphia. That's, that, that was my NFC championship. I'm not going to waver from that. Both those teams, they look unstoppable at this point. San Francisco's got a pretty easy road the next five games, and then it gets a little tougher. Everybody now is marking the calendar for that San Francisco, San Francisco Eagles showdown in a little bit. I don't know what week that is. Let me check. Uh, looks like week 10, week 9 or 10. Let's see, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Sorry, week 12. That'll be fun. And anything can happen between now and then. Never know. Injuries pile up. Teams get sideways. Like, who knows? 
It's the NFL. But uh, right now, San Francisco 49ers look like an absolutely well-oiled machine. And on the flip side of that, the Dallas Cowboys have a lot of work to do. Does it start on the offensive side? Does it start on the defensive side? Is this Dak Prescott's fault? Well, all the blame's going to him, and it's going to continue all week. And, and Cowboy fans are going to sit there and hammer Dak, hammer Dak, hammer Dak. Two of those interceptions were wide, wide receiver calls, but they're still interceptions. He has three picks. Dak Prescott couldn't move the ball. 153 passing yards. I don't know. If I'm, the, if I'm Cowboy fan, I've lost to a mediocre Arizona team. And then I just flat out got embarrassed on national television by one of the best teams in, in, in all of football. Rough, rough, rough game last night for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> there's, there's memes flying around everywhere. Get on the internet. Go to Sports with Balls on all your social media platforms. And I posted a bunch of them. As everybody knows, I'm not the biggest Cowboy fan in the world. Dak Prescott also has a $60 million cap hit in 2024. Just FYI. I don't think they're moving on from Dak. It's just one game. But this is a, an absolutely repetitive situation that the Cowboys have. The theme is the same. Dak Prescott just underperforms in huge games. Mike McCarthy's fault. Defense fault. I don't know. I don't know. But I know the Cowboys, <laughs> that's, not a good, that's not a good loss. That is a bad, bad loss for the Dallas Cowboys last night. All right, moving on. Let's go through some of these scores uh, yesterday morning. Jaguars and the Bills. Bills were looking great. Looking good. Jaguars were not looking that good. We didn't know where this team was. Travis Etienne had a day. Jaguars beat the Bills 25 to 20. They moved to three and two, and the Bills fall to three and two. Texans, Houston Texans, who we had all this praise of CJ Stroud, mustered up four field goals through the first three and a half quarters, and then finally took the lead with a minute and a half or a minute and 50 to go in the fourth quarter. Too much time. Too much time. Young Way Koo nails a walk-off field goal, and the Falcons move to three and two. Texans fall to two and three. Falcons are three and zero oh at home. They are a really tough, hard out at home. Panthers and Lions. Panthers look zero and five, zero and three on the road. Just not a good football team right now. Bryce Young's got a lot of work to do. And the Detroit Lions. I give you give you props. 42, 42 points. They look good. Laporte. A tight end. Woo. Where'd he come from? Jared Goff looking pretty good. The Lions look good. The, the Lions look like the team that we thought they were going to be. Now, granted, they're, they're not playing the hardest team as the Panthers, but look, you, these are NFL games. Anything can happen, and the Lions look good. You got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. That's how you get to the playoffs. What happens after that is you got to beat the good teams. But during the regular season, you've got to beat the teams that you're supposed to beat. This is one of those games, and they handled it very, very well. Titans and Colts. Colts go to three and two. Titans fall to two and three. And a very lackluster Titans team. Derrick Henry's nowhere on the radar right now. Tannehill makes a throw every now and then. You did see a little, a shade uh, Hopkins sighting yesterday. DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll see. Maybe that can work into something. The New York football giants. 
Move to one and four. Dolphins cruise to four and one. And what I mean cruise is put on the pedal. They, man, they've got some rockets. <laughs> it is fun to watch the, the Miami Dolphins. I don't know how they're going to stack up come playoff time. I, you know, we'll see how the season goes. We hope Tua can stay upright and you hope all these guys can, can stay healthy because it's fun to watch. I don't know if their defense is that great because at this point, it's like you just got to outscore them and keep up with them. But man, the Dolphins, they're just so much fun to watch. Four and one on the season. Speaking of the Dolphins, we know that the team celebrates, uh, what, what is it, 76 Dolphins? I forget which one it is. The, the undefeated Dolphins. We know they celebrate. Do you think that they are saying, oh, crap, with the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers? Both of the only undefeated teams left in the NFL. As the, as the weeks get closer, and we'll see, but I, I would be worried about that San Francisco 49er team. The Saints and the Patriots. Here's a game that I would love to take the entire show talking about. New Orleans Saints, they're not going to play a good quarterback this season. I think there's one good QB, and I mean top-tier QB, on their entire schedule. They absolutely blew the doors off of a very ugly-looking New England Patriot team. You can sit here and talk about the Cowboys all you want. Bill Belichick has got major problems in New England. And at this point, we talk about tanking because of this year's draft and all the quarterbacks that are coming up. Whoa, the Patriots? Are you moving on? It, it. And I'm, I'm not going against Mac. I'm not. Mac Jones, he's had good years. And, you know, but how long are you going to have that leash? How long is Mac Jones's leash? He's been pulled two games in a row in the fourth quarter. And Bill Belichick will tell you, uh, it's just it got out of hand and didn't want to, you know, I don't do the best Bill Belichick impression, but uh, time to put in Bailey Zappi. I don't know. Go, go the Brock Purdy route and put in another quarterback and see what happens. Because right now, nothing is working. 34-0. Saints move to three and two. Patriots move to one and four. If I'm the Patriots and I'm a new and I'm a New England Patriot fan, I realize you've had some unbelievable years and maybe you're deserving of a few bad years. But I, I, I it's time to make a quarterback change. Mac Jones benched two games in a row. They've been blown away, and what I mean blown away is by two 30 plus point losses in a row. Just ugly, ugly football. And I don't know. Look, he doesn't have any weapons. That's true, too. Mac Jones has no weapons. There's nobody surrounding him that he can throw the ball to or even get the ball down the field, at, get six yards on a first down. He can't run the ball. 34-0. Patriots are 1-4, and four, and maybe time to start thinking about what's coming up next season. You're going to have to put together some serious victories and make a hell of a run to try to work in the playoffs. Or put in Bailey Zappi. See how it works. Take your losses and go get a great draft pick. Kevin Anthony chiming in. What's up, Kevin? Good morning to you. Uh, good morning to everybody out there listening. Appreciate you tuning in to uh, myself, Jeff Michael, on Sports with Balls. Going to have some special guests coming up later on this week. Go to Sports with Balls on all your social media platforms and or podcast arenas. For all the shows, I'll be here all week, 9 a.m. Central Time. Uh, Kevin Anthony says, go Cowboys, 27 years and the same dominator. 
until the Cowboys get a true GM, a young coach, and you will have and you you leave them alone. We will continue to be less than average. Dak is trash. That's coming from a massive Cowboys fan. That that loss hurt. Brutal. Bad, bad night for you know, and, and like you got cowboy fans drinking all day, watching football, getting super excited for the game, all fired up. Comes comes 720 or 820 Eastern time. They are kickoff, and man, the garage is all set up, the lights are going, TV's on full blast, the neighbors are already pissed off. And then that happened. Woof. <laughs> Brutal night. Could have been a turning moment for the Cowboys and their franchise. You go in there, you go into San Francisco and, and win a great game. Dak Prescott, I don't know, throws for 300 and two touchdowns, maybe three touchdowns. You, Wow, Cowboys come out of that game and the whole nation's looking like, ah, Cowboys going to, this is going to be fun. Nope. Now it's Dak is trash. Cowboys are done. <laughs> it's a terrible team. It's tough, man. The NFL. Uh, Ravens and Steelers, that was an absolute hard game to watch. Steelers ended up pulling out a victory in the fourth quarter. Wild, like wildly non-entertaining game. The Eagles go into L.A. and beat the Rams. Eagles are just good. Just a good football team. So I, I, I say this all the time. They're like the San Antonio Spurs in the, in the 90s. It's, it's not the most entertaining thing in the world, but they just win. They just win 23-14, and the Rams are a good team. Cooper Cup, incredible comeback comeback game. It, it was uh, – they're going to be tough. The Rams are going to be a tough team. I like the Rams. Eagles are just better. 23-14. Bengals, Joe Burrow, finally, finally coming out of his shell. Says he's getting healthy, and he looked absolutely healthy. Jamar Chase, record-setting day. Joe Burrow, 36 of 46, 317, three touchdowns, one pick. Jamar Chase, 15, a franchise record, 15 receptions, 192 and three TDs, 19 targets. Boy, if your fantasy football has, if you had him, good job. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow finally went off against the Cardinals. Cardinals are an all right team. They're not great. They're not, they're barely good, but they're good enough to be in the NFL and beat the Dallas Cowboys. I'll tell you that. And the Bengals just handed it to him 34 to 12. It was good to see Joe Burrow. Like it's, it's good for the league to have Joe Burrow battling it out and playing well because it's, it's, it was ugly football for a while, but they moved to two and three Cardinals fall to one and four jets and Broncos. Here we go. Here we effing go. How long is this show going to go on? How long is this S show in Denver going to continue? I've said this since day one about Russell Wilson. It's over, folks. It's been over. All of y'all that were Broncos fans, and I'm, I'm sort of a Bronco fan. I like the Broncos. I've lived there. My brother lived there for a long time. I've been to Broncos games. This is a bad football team, and it's, it's bad coached. It's got a bad quarterback. There's, I, I don't even know. I'm not going to give you a positive coming out of this. Like, oh, McLaughlin looked good. Man, come on. <laughs> this is a bad, a bad look for the Broncos. They're one and four. Oh, listen to this. Oh, and three at home. 
You can't do that. You're five games in, and you're 0-3 in your home stadium. It's not like you're in a rebuild. They're about to be. Broncos are about to be in a rebuild. I said Russell Wilson will be benched by week eight. He may not make it. He may not make it. Teams that need to tank. Broncos are in there. Cardinals are in there. Well, they're doing it. Broncos, Cardinals, now Patriots, Giants, Jets. Teams that need to tank. If I'm the Broncos, I don't want Russell Wilson on my team anymore. Russell Wilson had his heyday. It was fun to watch. But I want a better quarterback on my team. It's got a bunch of youngsters. Let's go get a young quarterback. Russell Wilson does not fit the mold for that team. Sorry, he doesn't. He just, that's it, not going to work. And it hasn't worked. They're one and four. I, I just, let's just look forward for a second on the Broncos schedule here. Guess who they play next week? The Kansas City Chiefs. L, they're one and five. Green Bay, maybe an L. Then Kansas City again, maybe an L. That's one and seven, folks, week eight. And then they go to Buffalo, then Minnesota. D d goodbye. The Broncos are done. And it's, oh, man, this is a rough sled for Sean Payton. But he is going to have to do something. And if benching Russell Wilson is it, it's what you got to do. And if you got to do it just to tank in order to get a better quarterback next year, I might as well do it. Do it now. But they got Kansas City, Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo. At best, they're going one and three out of those four. At best. Broncos are in major, major trouble. It is what it is, Bronco fans. Sorry. Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, you had all your dreams. Oof. Uh, Steve Reefer, it's going to be hard to out-tank the Panthers. Yeah, but the Panthers aren't looking for a quarterback, right? Like Chicago Bears are going to be up there, uh, you know, and then you wonder about – this is going to be one of the more interesting tanking seasons in the NFL, right? Like I said, teams that need to tank. You're right, Steve. Panthers, they're, they're in there. But I don't know if they're tanking on purpose. They're just trying to figure stuff out. They're a rebuild. Right? Are they going to go get Marvin Harrison Jr.? Or are the Bears going to get him? And then you've got four quarterbacks, four to five QBs coming out in this year's draft that are that are good. Or if they even want to. We, we hear now that some of these guys, they might not even want to play for these teams. It's going to be fun to watch. And it's going to be very interesting to see these teams that, that try. Look, nobody's trying to tank, but they will on purpose. Hence the Patriots, the Giants. The Bears, the Panthers, now the Broncos. These are all teams that are, that are going to not stack up five wins. Not happening. Cardinals. There's some bad teams in the NFL this year. I say it over and over. Like, I don't remember having this many really, really, like, non-competitive teams in the NFL. I, I, I use tank all the time, and I say it very loosely. I don't think these teams are purposely trying to lose, but... Man, uh, do I really think Marvin Harrison Jr. has the potential to go number one? Just depends on what team, right? It depends on what team. Who's drafting? Chicago Bears have number one pick. 
and they want to keep Justin Fields for sure. There you go. Chiefs moved to four and one, beating the Vikings, who are now one and four, and another team 0 and three at home. One possession game, they lose it again. Last year they won 11 of them. I think they're 0 and four in one possession games this year. And then, of course, we talked about the Cowboys 49ers. Tonight's game Packers at the Raiders. It should be a close game. I don't know how highly entertaining it's going to be. Aaron Jones still dealing with the hamstring issue. You got Jimmy G back for Vegas. I do know that over 60% of the time, the under hits in the Vegas games. So uh, gambling-wise, I might take the under in this one. But the Packers could move to 3-2. and two. The Raiders could go 1-4. and four. There's another 1-4 and four team in the NFL. Like, there's some bad teams. It's crazy. But the Green Bay Packers trying to figure out what they have with Jordan Love. He looks great at times, and he looks okay at others. And we'll see if Jimmy G can come back and lead the Raiders at home to a victory to get them to two and three. If they lose and go to one and four, your odds of making the playoffs at one and four are in the 20 percentile, I believe. It's not good. It's not good at all. All right, I dipped into the NFL a little longer than I wanted to, but that's all right. Let's get into some major league baseball over the weekend the rangers who would have thought this texas rangers are they went into baltimore and won two games and now they head home up two to zero only needing one game to move on to the championship series the astros meanwhile stick to their guns at being 500 at home and they split the series with the twins Absolutely dominating performance in game one. I was actually there for that game. It was a great game to go to. Alvarez, though. Jordan Alvarez, three home runs in the first two games. Those twins are going to be a tough out. The bad news for Minnesota, great news for Houston Astros, is that Houston plays great on the road. They're fantastic on the road. And they're not good at home. It's, it's awkward, but that's just the way the season has gone. So they're not scared to go to Minnesota. And that game will be on Tuesday. Tonight's game, the Philadelphia Phillies. Look to go 2-0 on the Atlanta Braves, which I don't think is going to happen. So I'm taking Atlanta tonight, by the way. Philadelphia Phillies, Atlanta Braves. Game. All we can hope for for this series is go five. Because this is a – I want this to be a split going into Philly. I love this fan. The fans in the series is phenomenal. And then the Diamondbacks shocked the Dodgers, and Kershaw did his greatest Kershaw performance. I say that very – nonchalantly i guess he got rocked game one and the diamondbacks now uh play game two tonight in la and la will look to tie up that series both those games let's see phillies and braves start at 507 central diamondbacks dodgers at 807 i'll get more into the baseball playoffs tomorrow because of course monday nfl nfl heavy but over the weekend we also had some college football and if you're a longhorn fan this was depressing. There was a few depressing games. Miami. I don't know if y'all saw what happened in the Miami Hurricanes, but I'm sorry. I'm not trying to laugh, but holy crap. One of the worst coaching moves I've ever seen. All you got to do is kneel down. You win the game. You run a play. You get a fumble. They get basically a Hail Mary, and Miami loses the game. It was brutal to watch. But the big game was at Texas and Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl. UT blew it. They blew their chance to stay in the top four or five teams. They will now move down. In fact, I'm going to try to check it right now. 
Let's go to rankings. Let's see if they've come out with the new rankings as of yet. And they have. Texas is down to number nine. Oof. You know what? Listen to this. For the first time in the history of the poll, you've got Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA, Duke, and North Carolina. All basketball schools are in the top 25 for the first time ever in the polls. So good for them turning into football schools. I love it. But Georgia is going to stay at number one. Michigan, number two. Michigan looks good, man. Ohio State, number three. And now Florida State moves up to number one. Oklahoma, after that win, moves up to number five. Seven spots up to number five. Washington State suffers a brutal loss. And by the way, thank you, Washington State, for causing me some money. Ugh, that pissed me off. That was seven, $800. Because I had the Astros minus a run and a half. And then I had Washington State on the money line. And of course... Yeah. Miami goes to four and one after one of the worst losses you will see in college football. Absolutely embarrassing for the head coach. He even admitted to it afterwards. Just kneel the ball, kneel the ball. I, I don't, I don't understand what that was all about, <laughs> but the big news, I, I guess would be university of Texas losing to Oklahoma. Great game to watch 11 AM. Absolutely loved it. But Texas is going to have a rough sled now. Going to be a rough sled. Go Duke. Go uh, North Carolina. Their quarterback coming out this year. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be an interesting NFL draft. So interesting because so many of these quarterbacks that are coming out are real. They're NFL ready. And there's so many teams in the NFL that are ready for a quarterback. It's it's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Freaking believable. All right, guys. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining into the show. I have reached my 30-minute mark. I know, man, I went NFL heavy, but that's what it's about. The NFL on Mondays. Tomorrow, I will get in more of the Astros and Twins, Phillies, Braves, Rangers, Orioles, and Diamondback Dodgers. And we'll get into some other stuff. But today is October the 9th, National Kick Butt Day. So get out there and kick some butt. I'm Jeff Michael. This is Sports with Balls. I'll see you tomorrow.